Nothing okay, how is the Cars movie? Can you guys go finish it? Yay! And listen. Yay. You guys are we, so lucky. Just be good to each other, okay? I'm going to do this with Lisa for 30 minutes, and then we'll I'll come be a good what? mom. And then mommy's going to play and make stuff with you and cook for you. Love you guys. Be a mom. It's not like she's been away in Paris for a week. So no, yeah. it's not like <laughs> it's going to lock that door. By the way, those were your kids. Cora and Collins. I don't know if you remember them, but that's who sat on your lap. Yeah. Just I knew I, they seemed familiar. I couldn't yeah. quite place them, but I knew I had seen them from somewhere. Yeah. Welcome to your mom. Your mom podcast. Your mom's podcast. This isn't any podcast. This is your mother's podcast. My mom's podcast. Nah, dude, she's your mom. With Ashley Addison and Lisa McCaffrey. Your mom is a podcast. Shut up, dude. Your mom is back for more. And maybe this week's episode should be called Your Mother-in-Law. Your mom-in-law? I'm officially going to be a mother-in-law. You're going to be a mother-in-law. Lisa McCaffrey. <laughs> it was like a, a daughter. A five, five hundred and pound, healthy, bouncing baby girl <laughs> that we got. <laughs> Oh my goodness. Yes. Let's not probably the smallest baby I delivered though in real life. That was the she's about that size. Yeah. Yeah. She's Mm -hmm. the same size Dylan was when he was born. Uh, This is okay. So this episode is gonna be we were gonna do all these different things, but the only thing that to me is important today to talk about is the fact that Lisa McCaffrey is going to have a daughter-in-law. I'm not sure, you know, I've been keeping up with TMZ and celebrity gossip. I know you're on vacation at your mom's house in Florida, but I got I started getting all of these, all of these. Say that things. out loud because I don't want the paparazzi here. Oh, so. sorry. Sorry. I apologize. Yeah. <laughs> but I was getting all of these alerts that NFL star running back Christian McCaffrey proposes to a supermodel girlfriend, Olivia Culpo. And I will say, it, just first and foremost, congrats. Like, honestly, we're going to oh. talk about some of the stories, but this is, this is an exciting moment for, for your family, I'm sure. And I know uh, there was probably a lot of buildup to it. So, wow. and let me just also say for those of you who have been living under a rock and maybe don't know Olivia, um, well, Christian McCaffrey is obviously Lisa's son, one, uh, number two in the line of four. For those who don't know Olivia, she won Miss Universe in 2012. She's a huge influencer. Uh, I think over like 5 million followers on Instagram. She and her family have a TLC reality show called The Culpo Sisters. That's amazing. You should go check it out if you haven't watched it. And she's been on the cover of the Sports Illustrated Swimsuit Issue, amongst many other things. So she is amazing. But I think the thing that probably is the most important to start off with is that for all the stuff that you see on social media, and we all know how beautiful she is, she is, and I've gotten to know her a little bit, uh, an amazing soul. And I just, I think she is so real and so wonderful and so lighthearted and really good for Christian is what you have told me. So let's start out with that. Like your tell me about your relationship with Olivia and, and kind of what's important for people to know about her. Oh my gosh. Um, wow. Um, the, okay. So the weirdest thing, my friend and I were talking the other day. So Christian wasn't dating anyone. And we both said a couple of years ago, obviously right before, right before he started dating Olivia, we just, we literally, you know how we talk about manifesting. We yeah. sat down and said, gosh, I really would like him to find a strong woman that's independent, that has a lot going on for her, for herself, because he has a lot going on and he, you know, it's, it's hard and everything and is a good person. And, um, somebody that's familiar a little bit with Christian's world and what he goes through and stuff. And, you know, is willing to work with him and that. And literally she fell into his lap, not on his lap. Cause they weren't married at the time, right. but <laughs> fell into, 
Spell into his DMs. No, yeah, there was nothing. Yeah, they they finally now since they're engaged, they're allowed to hold hands. So okay, that's good. Oh, um, that's exciting for and them. And not be alone still, not until the marriage. But anyway, <laughs> they um, I'm kidding. They um, no, but it was really weird. We we like we said all these things, and then all of a sudden, like he started dating Olivia, and I didn't know her at first, and I'm like, okay, who's what's an influencer? Like, what's going on? I have no idea what all this is. You know, they were dating, and I did not know how serious. But then all of a sudden, um, lockdown hit, and she and her beautiful sister got locked down in our house for like a hundred days. And that was when I really got to know her. And like, I got it. Like I fell, fell in love with her, an amazing person. One of the hardest working women I've ever been around. And just, um, just as beautiful outside as she is inside. And I could not have asked for anyone better for my son to marry. And, um, he's so happy. I don't know if you saw the pictures, but like the thing that made me so happy was looking at his face during the engagement photos that I'm like those now that's because Olivia and I make fun of him all the time. We're like, oh my gosh, he's like has the worst smile. And you know, when you have all those, you're taking a bunch of pictures and you, you have that smile, he's trying to put on a smile, not that he's not happy, but it's like, you know, he doesn't know the people and he's trying to make them happy, but he has a great most, smile. You guys make fun of his for the yeah. camera smile. His he has a great smile, smile exactly. in real life, but his camera smile, you and Olivia give him we a hard do. time. Olivia, we make yeah. fun. We're like, there's that, there's, what is he doing? He looks like, like constipated. What? <laughs> <laughs> but he did not look constipated in those in those engagement no, photos. Those pictures came across, and I I started crying looking at how happy he was and how happy she was. And it was I had to hold this in for like three months prior. You don't, Ashley? Do you have any idea how hard that was? I, I actually don't because I, had been I like, can't imagine. Christian was like, "I will cut you if you tell one person." You yes. have no idea how because because I even told both. I've told my kids I like this is the only thing as a boy that you'll be able to control is how you do it, make it special, you know, get, you know, think about the ring, what you want. It's like, this is the one part, your proposal. And then after that, they take off and, oh, has she taken off? Let's go. <laughs> Let's get them in. This is going to be quite the wedding. So anyway, it's so exciting though. But, um, but yeah, so she, so he was determined to surprise her first off and they talked, they obviously have talked about it, but he was determined to surprise her and throw her off and, and do it. And he succeeded. And I was really proud of him. They had to, you know, jump through hoops to get it done. Cause you know, she's, she's sort of keen on everything. And, yes. um, but it's hard to pull off a surprise in this day and it, age. I think is so hard in this day and age. So anyway, so it was a and I got to help him pick out the ring. So that was really fun. That was, yeah, I just want to, yeah, let's start with when did Christian first tell you that he was going to propose? Cause I'm sure there was a moment you guys had talked about it. I'm, I'm sure. But like, when was the moment that he said, mom, um, this is going to happen. It was, um, after the season, I think it was in February. It was before the Super Bowl. So yeah, early February, he sent a text. So he's <laughs> with her, mind you. And I'm like, you little yeah, I said, insert whatever bad word you want. Um, yeah, I'm like, what that is such a boy thing to do? I think he was, I'm thinking about asking Olivia. I'm like, think, I'm like, what? First of all, it was vague. Um, I couldn't respond back because she was with her. And it was just, I, I was like, I wanted to, I wanted to strangle. I'm like, you can't do that to me. You know, that's, it's, he has no idea. And so that, that was it. And we weren't able to talk about it. And then there'd be little clips where I talked to him briefly. Finally, the one time we got to talk to him was actually, it was dirt right when the Super Bowl was starting. We were, I was with a group of like 12 friends. We were in Aspen. We were having the best time. And he decides to call because he's finally alone that time. Mm. That's when he was alone. And I'm here in a group of all my best friends. Um, and I'm like hiding in the corner and the game was about to start too. And they're like, wait, where, where is she? Where is she? And Ed like her. And that's when we're talking about it. I'm like crying in the corner and they're thinking, I'm thinking I'm fighting with the kids. So, and then all of that, we discussed it and everything's great. I wasn't allowed to step up and tell, tell everybody after that. 
I wasn't right. allowed to say, oh my gosh, because he swore me to secrecy. He yes. was so paranoid the whole time, like crazy, crazy paranoid, but I get it. I absolutely get it. And it almost got blown several times, but <laughs> it didn't, and she even, and I knew she was surprised because after she said, I did not even have a fresh manicure, my nails look terrible. So I'm like, good. That means you were really surprised. <laughs> and they went on vacation to Utah, right? They were, they, they decided to take like a Winnebago trip, which they've kind of always wanted to do, which I, I thought I was it. great. Those, and they took their dog and they started out LA. They went to like Joshua tree, um, uh, uh, St. George, they drove through St. George and they ended up at this beautiful resort in Utah. And, um, they, you know, they, he set the scene and even though they, they arrived, it was like sunset drinks. She thought it was part of the hotel, you know, pre-dinner thing. So ah. she still had, wasn't sure. So they got there and then, um, he whispered around, I guess when he said, this is, uh, this is a long time coming. Right when he said that, she said she blacked out. Doesn't even remember what he said, but knew that that was it. And that's when he got on the knee. So, yeah. I mean, I'm going to cry. That's, I know. That like, just that, there's a video too. I'm like, they have to put the video out. That That is, we've watched that like three times a night. So anyway, so they get engaged, they get hit, they get engaged. And she said, yes, that was my big joke. I kept, well, I don't know if it was a joke, but I kept saying, I texted her mom. I'm like, what if she says no? Like, what do you, do you think she's going to say? And she was so cute. She goes, oh, she's had her guest list done for a year. Calm down. I think <laughs> <laughs> which is pretty funny. And then, so we all ended up, uh, we were supposed to surprise them, but that, that, so that was one surprise that got out. I could care less. But anyway, we all went to LA, her family and our family, and we um, just gave a little celebration the next night. And it was, that was the best. It was, oh, and they arrived. It was so, it was just, we, everybody's crying. It was so wonderful. It was it's so cool. so beautiful. I have I'm a just, daughter finally. So, I know you have a beautiful, amazing daughter. And you didn't even have to raise her through the teenage years. Like I have I think, no extra stretch marks from that one. Yeah. So, I mean, this yep. is, I, I know it turned out really well for you. Okay. So she was surprised. Was he nervous? Yes. Because I think yeah. that's one of those things we that we kept fighting too. We fought. Yeah. So, which is probably because his nerves. Yeah. Well, and I was stressing him out. He was stressed. And I, and then after I stressed him out because I was worried about, well, okay, well, we're arriving and we're going to have a little party at the house. We want to prepare, you know, who can I tell? And he's like, you can't tell anyone. I'm like, Whoa. Well then how, anyway, that, so then we got in a big fight about that. It was fine. We got over it. Um, and that was when I, t I could tell he was really stressed and I needed to pull back and just be like, okay, focus on what you're doing. Oh, don't worry about us. We'll figure out the food. And we did. Don't worry. Like God and forbid. Did he, he have a whole thing written out of what he wanted to say when he, proposed, no, I think was he, it just... he, he didn't have, he didn't have like a piece of paper. Yeah. Which, you know, he just like came out and said, I, you know, to be honest, I haven't heard what he said. Yeah. She blacked out. So I haven't heard. So I actually would like to, I, you know, I didn't even ask him exactly what he said. I just know she said, yes. He said, yeah, that's the only thing that matters. That's, <laughs> that's really line. all that matters. So yes. yeah. So, that's yeah, exactly then. right. So they FaceTimed you, right? Right after that night. Yeah. Yeah, that night. And we, the, I have to say, I have some pictures from the FaceTime with my fat face right there in the corner. Um, and I literally watched the moon rise right behind them while we're talking. I'm like wow. looking at him and it was light and you see it. I have the series of pictures. I kept, I kept saying, and he was showing all around where it happened and what, what they were wearing. It's so dumb, but you know, you live on every little detail and the flowers and everything. And then right behind him though, as he's, as they're talking, you, we just saw the moon get higher and higher. I mean. It's so cool. That's it's so, so cool. perfect. Yeah. It was, um, yeah. Did, did you tell me that Olivia thought that Christian, she, she was mad at him because he was being kind of a jerk? Like, which was oh, that? Oh, yeah. To, the, yes. The whole trip, he was really distracted. And he kept saying, oh, I'm just checking the final four scores. I'm just checking the final four scores. And she was getting more and more mad. And at one point, she just like put her foot down. It's like, do you, what you always said, something like, if we were to get married, would you just have your brothers in the bridal party? And he goes, <laughs> he had the best, something like, well, 
I don't even know what a bridal party is. Isn't that what just for you? You're the bride. You would be the bride. Like, what, what is the bridal? What is a bridal party? And she just was like so frustrated. She couldn't even explain. She's just like, uh, uh. she's like, oh my gosh, this guy's an idiot. Like, that's what she's thinking. And then he gets on his phone. He really wasn't checking the final four scores for the record. So he wasn't, he, he wasn't too upset that San Diego State didn't. Yeah. Okay. Right. All right. I'm, I'm glad to know. Yeah, uh, it, really there is stress though. This is, I mean, it's because you want everything oh, yeah. to be perfect, and you put so much work into it. And I, you know, I think I've, we've seen it happen a million times where you just right. want it to be go exactly right, and it never goes exactly how you know. That's no, impossible. It no, but if it she was surprised and it was captured yeah. and it was gorgeous, and then you guys all, so what did you say to her when you first saw her? What was what's the? Oh my gosh! I right when I saw their faces, I just I started I teared yeah. up. I, we've all started crying. I'm just like, oh, from now on, you know. You're part of the family. Well, yeah. we got your back no matter what. We just we love you. I couldn't have asked for a better partner for Christian, et cetera, et cetera. Aww. So it was, yeah, it was Lisa. awesome. I was, I was so, like, I'm so happy for you. And then I had to check her sanity. I asked her a few questions to make sure she was there, all with it. So it was really <laughs> she wasn't being held against her him. will or it wasn't drugged or anything. Yeah, that's, yeah. <laughs> for this guy? Out, really. Yeah, you're not, uh, you guys are still. Okay. You know he can't smile in photos, right? Yeah, Did have you seen him try to smile? <laughs> I was like, I hope this isn't the beginning of a dateline with the Winnebago going cross country. Yeah. <laughs> okay, tell me about the ring because the ring oh, is so okay. beautiful. Yeah, it was oh so be and she knew what she wanted. She had already, you know, like month like a year before she had shown people and so showed all her friends. Everyone, you know, fantasizes about the ring. So we kind of knew what she wanted. I she had actually sent me pictures. We talked about it. Like we'll sit and talk about it all the time. And um so I I kept the picture she sent me a long time ago. So we knew what we were walking into. Like we were we were going to get and I I I stayed out of the size and the price any of that. I just said this is what she wants. This shape with the little side side ones, um, which is a very classic look. And then he worried about size and everything. And, and yeah, yeah, we shopped around a little and it was really fun. It was actually a pretty fun experience. It was emotional. So, and I, and he, I was like, yeah, this, I just told him, I said, this is a very, you know, it's kind of emotional for me. And he was like, you know, suck it up, mom. He had, he was, had no sympathy right there. It's like, I don't give a shit if it's emotional for you. Yeah. He's like, wait, not as I'm writing this check. What? And I think this is an oh. important point because there's a lot okay. of parents when their kids get engaged it is this beautiful wonderful moment but it doesn't come without plenty of emotion for the parents and i think you know the mom in particular right. so what yeah what was what were you feeling was you were going through yeah, that you, um no i know it was um you feel weird because you know i mean as much as you i like love olivia and i'm gaining a daughter you're still in a way losing a son you, I mean, you can't help feel that. And Not so that, right there's like a show, sense yeah. of a little bit of a loss and, but it's a beautiful thing too. It's exactly what you want. You wouldn't, you wouldn't want it any other way. And it's a very yeah. normal process and it's amazing. But at the same time, it was a little bit emotional. And the weirdest thing is the, where we were looking for the rings was the very first job I had. So Ed got drafted by the giants right out of college, New York giants out of college. And I worked on 51st in Madison, um, right when we went to New York and the, 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 place where we were looking at rings was literally a half a block away. I was like, that's the brownstone I worked on. I'm so I love that. I because again, because you just have imagined at that stage in your life that however many years later you'd be there with your son picking oh. out a ring for yeah. And amazing. along the lines of the first time I met you, we stayed <laughs> we stayed in the same hotel we stayed in for the Heisman. <laughs> And Does that bring on some stress. They let us back in because <laughs> after he lost, he took his second place trophy and threw it against the wall and put a hole in the wall. So, no questions asked. They let us back in. 
<laughs> did you have to go under a pseudo name? I did. We didn't even think about it. I didn't even know it was the same hotel. I was just oblivious. Then I get oh. in, I'm like, this looks familiar and I'm kind of getting anxiety here. Why? What's from, when have I stayed here? I'm so confused. So that was why you were having emotion. It had nothing to do yeah, with Nothing to do with the ring or Olivia. That's all it easy. Just That's the, it was just the Heisman. Just oh. all. I'm glad you have new memories of that hotel. <laughs> So I didn't even know you got a second place trophy for finishing second in the Heisman. That seems, yeah. Well, we don't have it anymore because he threw right. against the wrong and left it. And so. left it there. The smart. Nice. I think that's fair. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Um, okay. I love that. Do you have, yeah. let's talk about you. And, oh yeah. Like, okay. And let's talk about me and more your dress yet. Like, what are you going to yeah. do? Yeah. <laughs> Why do you think I'm in Miami? Starting yeah. off the shopping street. No, I do not have a dress. I haven't even thought about a dress. Oh my gosh. No, I, are you kidding? I'll well, you just I'll make sure you wear something white and big, I think is the, is what the mother. Just just the mother of the big and I'll saunter down the down the aisle. Hey, I'm here. Hey, <laughs> that's what I've heard is you know right. customary. But I have to say, hey, you know what? Olivia has a shared list that they add names to and take names. Is already a list. They're working on venue. She is so organized, way more organized than I ever am or was or will be. Could so be. it's, it's impressive. Yeah, it's like a yeah, it'll be fun. You're on the list, Ashley. Are you gonna come? What? What no. are you going to wear? I mean, I got to get off this podcast and go meet you. I in Miami think, right I now. think, I don't know. I better hold that every head. So you have to still be nice to me say, for a yeah, little while. That's fine. <laughs> um, I mean, either way, well, I mean, I'm going to be, you're, I'm either going to be there in person or the, as long as you FaceTime me the whole time, I just want to, why just, game. I, I, I genuinely am so, I know I've said it a couple of times, but I, I think one of the most special things that can happen is that you bring someone who you know is good for your child it, like to, to be able to, cause there's plenty of times when that doesn't happen. Right. And I think parents are going to say, okay, I'm going to love whoever my kid loves and it's their choice. But when you know, in your heart, just like you said at the beginning, that it is someone who is so good and they're, they're good for each other. And I, you, you see it and it's, yeah. it's the, it's what you, it, it's the thing for me as my kids are little, the thing that I hope more than anything. Yeah. I hope they have fulfilling careers or whatever it is that they want to do with their lives. But to me, the most important decision you'll ever make is who you marry right. and to know that you feel like you got it right is is just the biggest blessing and then speaking of which you and ed congratulations just celebrated your 31st wedding anniversary mm -hmm. last week yeah yeah okay uh, so yeah, we have fourth is a week ago okay fourth, four, four which is a great day the fourth yeah april 4th. um okay fourth. so then what are the give me like the two most important things oh. to sustaining a marriage for three decades what's Oh What's my gosh. Ed! Um, <laughs> <laughs> oh, number one obviously is to be a sense of humor. Yes. <laughs> we always joke, we're like, if you ever lose a sense of humor, I'm leaving you. We yeah. I mean, that's always. the, the it, I think that actually is one of the most critical things. I yeah. totally you have to agree. Be able to laugh at each other, yeah. take it, and laugh at yourself. yourself. And laugh at yourself is very important because, hey, nobody's perfect nobody's so. perfect um, yeah that's about is as close as it gets but uh, yeah it's true nobody's perfect so you have course, to love yourself yes and um i would just say like love just you love and respect yeah. love, all, unconditional love like everyone's going to screw up each of us we're all yep. going to mess up we're all going to and we're also coming in from different different backgrounds. Like we're all bringing in a whole nother set. Like I was raised different than Ed was di raised different. And we're bringing all that in and we are bringing in some dysfunction and some baggage, both everybody is. And you have to learn to deal with all that together and know each other's love language. Do you know what I mean by that? Like, yes, that's, I think that's very important. Like you need to, and that, you know, it's nothing that just pops in overnight. It's, it's a, it, it takes time to learn that. What is Ed's love language? Just 
constant sex. <laughs> I am absolutely kidding. Oh, his you guys make love. You don't have sex. You make love. Yeah, we just make love constantly, just like 24-7. It's I so know. I'm weird. surprised that you were actually able to pause to do this podcast. That's been amazing that you've had time to add this to your life. <laughs> it's so creepy. And I'm 100% joking. That is not it. Oh, gosh. What is his love language? Really quick. Yeah. I'm still learning it, learning it. It's like oh, taking 31 a- 31 years I'm later, you're still learning Yeah. Still and it probably evolves. It absolutely does. It evolves and it changes. And it's good to sit down sometimes and just say, what do I need from you? Yes. What do you need from me? Yeah, because that does absolutely change. Actually, we've learned that that it's you have to yeah, be vocal about that and express it and, and say. Who was it? I think it was Cheryl Bosa who was telling us that, you know, when she and her husband got divorced, that she said, you just, we kind of stopped paying attention. And all of a sudden we're living these like different lives and mm -hmm. still married and it wasn't anything necessarily dissolved it was just that we stopped paying attention right and it does it's you just it you can't it's never like a marriage is like okay we're in a good place so now we're yeah. good i'm just going to put that like on the back shelf it's yeah it's something you always need to work on what about yeah. you and chris what's your guys is lovely um i would say mine is acts of service I, when I feel like when Chris does something, you know, whether it's like taking care of something that I don't have to take care of or just anticipating something and doing it, I, that to me, I didn't realize that that was mine, but I think since I became a mom, certainly. I was just going to say, probably older, since you became a mom too, right? That has been, it used to not, I used to not care about that at all. It was probably uh, quality time, but I think a little bit of everything, quality of quality time is really important. I also think it's interesting to talk about and understand your kids love language because, because they're totally different. Absolutely. Like Cora is physical touch. She just yeah. like is oh. like a monkey. Like she just oh. can't stop. To, like she just wants all the to cuddle all the time. Collins could care less about that, but he just yeah. wants to like sit and talk about trains and be together. And like his is quality time, a hundred percent. Wow, that's um, good that you see that. Yeah. So I do, yeah. and I and I th and only because again, I it's, I think just and I those something about might, that. and those might change too as they get totally. Older. And because because kids right. need different, you, everybody needs different things at different stages of their life. What's right. what's yours? Gifts, just a lot of a lot of presents, a lot of presents. Yeah. Lot of no, I actually love what you said though about the the doing the things like acts that, of service. Yeah, hundred percent. Actually, the sound at first you said it, I'm like, well, look at you. You're so yeah, so valent. Wow. But uh, like lit like dumb little things that like, oh my gosh, I'm exhausted. I don't feel like doing I don't that. Do that. And it just does it. So yes, yeah. And you just don't. And it's like the mental load that I think so many women and moms in particular carry around of all the things mm -hmm. that you have to do. And when it, something is taken care of that, I just, you're oh, like, it is. Yeah. Lighten, it's lighten your load. This is yeah. so stupid. We had a little, I had a little party last week at my house for a friend's birthday. And, um, the day before I was like going to great lengths, doing all these things too. And I finally said, and I go, I go, Ed, I do not feel supported from you right now. I am doing everything. And I know you're not, you're not even going to be at the party. It's all ladies, but I just don't feel, and he's like, I am sitting here waiting for you to tell me what to do. I will do anything. Just tell me what to do. And I go, I just want you to know. Know what to do. Just, oh. no, can you just read my freaking mind? And he can't. He can. And then that, I can be like, yeah. Okay. okay. I feel like that is the perfect example, Lisa, of what happened. Because I do the same thing. I'm like, just, I don't want to have to give you directions. Because that's yes. another thing that I have to do. I just right. want you to know how to be helpful and do it. But right. at the same time. That's not it, fair that, to them. That's not fair to them. Right. But it, it is. There's like just do it. Just do the things that I need help with. Yeah. Just know. How no. do you not know? Just get in my brain and know. That's, and that's poor guy. He language. was, he was literally sitting there like, 
okay, he was doing something that I even that I didn't even tell him some dumb thing that I like didn't help with the party. And so I'm like, in my head, he's not helping, but he was waiting. And then anytime I asked him, I know I'm such a bitch. I'm an awful, awful person. So. No, you're not. You're the yeah. perfect. You're the, you're, <laughs> no. Communication is also key. And I'm glad that you yeah. were able to verbalize that to him and that he verbalized back. I had to verbalize the fact that I'm a bitch. Yeah. Um, can I tell a story and I'll tell us and then we can edit it out if you don't want me to share it, but it's just, I think will be a great closing thought on this new chapter of your and Ed's uh, marriage. Now that you're about to gain a daughter-in-law when I was at your house, I don't know, probably back in July, one of the times that I came to see you this past year and we were sitting around chatting with Ed. Oh, it was during the Halloween. I think when we recorded the Halloween episodes when I was in town for work and we were sitting there in your living room and he said something that I think surprised you. It was, it made me tear up, but I think it surprised you at the time when he said, and he just said, I'm ready to be a grandfather. I'm ready to, I'm ready for a grandkid. I think it surprised you from what I could see. So what, uh, honey, uh, Ashley ding, ding. It totally did. I remember being kind of stopped in my tracks going, what? Yeah. Really? He never, never said, said that, that before. before ever. And that was the first time he said it. And I was like, wow. And I hear what, you know what I love, what I am excited about that chapter is listening to other people that I know that are grandmothers, you know, new grandmothers, whatnot. they said, it's the greatest thing that's ever happened to them. It goes better than even having their own kids. And they all, and they literally, they're, they're not shy. They're about bragging about their grandkids and they'll show you yes. pictures yes. and they're, you know, with your kids, you're like, oh, you don't want to brag, you know, blah, blah, it's too much. But with the grandkids, kids. Yes. spoil them, do whatever you want and then give them back. I know. Yeah. And then when it gets, you don't have to discipline them. You don't have right. to do that. You just there to support them. And your kids appreciate you for, for helping. Yes. And you let the time is so special. And the role of a grandmother and a grandfather in a young person's life is so, I mean, you know it, we've talked yes. about how much. Oh, our totally how close, right. Yeah. So yeah. I just love that. And I thought the thought of you guys as grandparents, I mean, I don't, I, I don't want to put the cart before the horse, but like, right. I will tell you, I had a dream that Yes. Well, and this dream was twofold because I found out basically like right before right. my mouth shut just because we were trying to plan okay, some yeah. things and you said you were going to LA. So I, I sort of knew that this was coming a little bit. I had a dream that I somehow accidentally spilled the beans and like ruined the engagement because I told Chris, I told somebody and somehow it came out. And yeah, and it was, that was like the most, I woke up in a cold sweat, like, oh my God, I'm just going to stay in my room until he asked her to marry because I just don't even trust myself <laughs> with this information trust so me that's the, what that's how i felt for three months just so you know i mean that is hell it was so uh bad. i'm so glad you didn't ruin it for yeah. him but the I other dream that i had was and i will it was it was and i texted you when as soon as i woke up i yes. had his dream of of you and olivia and christian actually got engaged uh secretly because they had had a baby um <laughs> in my dream this isn't real. It just if you're just like now tuning back in, yeah, yeah. this is not. This is a dream. This is actually a dream. This is or is it? I don't know. We'll find crazy. out. Something we're revealing on your mom. <laughs> and in my dream, you, I'm with you the first time that you meet uh, your granddaughter, and it was this beautiful little girl. And I just have this vision of you that again, it's like it was a dream, so whatever. But it was so beautiful, and you were holding her and you had this like beautiful white blanket around her and you two were just looking at each other. And it was like, I mean, I woke up feeling so emotional because it was this beautiful moment. And I thought Lisa's going to have a granddaughter one day. I don't know if it will be from this marriage or another, but like, you're going to have a granddaughter and you are going to love that little girl is going to be so lucky. I hope you have multiple, but I was, I just woke up and I felt so emotional. I'm like, oh my God, I can't believe she already has a granddaughter. And that this is uh, what, uh, there's so many things have happened. 
Well, so, you know what? I just said they actually have a secret, secret kid already. So they do have a, okay. I knew it. I knew it. That is, no, that is a dream. That's, I'm glad we're manifesting that. That is it an is, absolute dream. So, it yeah. is. And you deserve that little, because then you have, get all the great parts about a daughter yeah. and you don't have to worry had. about any of the, you know, right. all the hard just, stuff. It would be amazing to see Christian be a dad to a daughter too. I, that's, I would be so curious to see all any of my boys with a daughter just because it was so unfamiliar to them. Unfamiliar. They, you know, we've never raised a daughter. Know, so such know. a boy household and such a, you know, boy dominant. So okay. it'd be so fun. Okay. Do you want to tell, should we end with uh, the so, creepiest story of a wedding of all time? Oh my God. Okay. This is what I heard from my hairdresser who I love. So um, you know that it's true. Yes. That's so I know it's true. hundred percent. It actually is. Cause I read it too. Then on Twitter later. Okay. Supposedly. This, I think she was the the makeup artist or the hairdresser was looking for the groom right before the wedding and was, you know, scouring. They, they, it was almost like a castle scenes where they were getting married or a bunch of rooms, wherever it was. And so she's like looking, was running around. She was kind of frantic. Like it was the, oh, it was the time to reveal the bride and the dress for the photos. So she's running around and opens doors. Nope, nope, nope. And then finally opens the door and looks in and the groom was breastfeeding his mom. The mom was breastfeeding the groom. Yes. The, the groom was, the the groom was the nursing. The groom, the, was, the groom was nursing on his own. I, I, I can't even say it. It doesn't even make sense. The words don't even come out. Like literally the creepiest thing ever. How creepy. And the Could wedding did not happen. Well, yes, it did. I think it's, they still, well, one, I, so I've heard two versions, one that it didn't. And then another version that, yeah, they ended up still marrying. So I, I just, I can't even. Not, so you you want to go on the record and say that you are not going to breastfeed Christian before he that, gets married. No matter I, I tell jokes about that because it's so insane that it's funny. Like never thinking that really happens in real life. And then supposedly this really did happen in real life. And Hey, if you're out there, I would love the backstory on this. We would love to. If anyone, that. Yeah. If you come in, will you have an open invitation yeah on your mom Anytime. if you were at that wedding or if you were involved in that wedding or if you were the mom right. i want to hear her side 100 i want to see his side. Side. hear his side i'd like to hear his yeah. side i'd like to hear the bride's side yeah we I, we could do a whole special but because the it's funniest i have never laughed so hard or known <laughs> that you were going to be the perfect podcast partner until when we taped our very first episode in LA, when we met up and taped our very first pilot episode, we're driving back and I'm with Annie, who is our, my dear friend and our, the producer who helped us get Got everything it. together. And I'm, you're on the phone and we're on speakerphone and I'm trying to figure out what, cause I'm meeting up with you for dinner that night. Cause I think it was your birthday dinner. And you, we were doing all these logistics and going back and forth. And you said, well, I just need to go back to the hotel real quick and breastfeed Christian. And you said it in such, and both of us, I mean, I almost drove off the road. We were both laughing for like 10 minutes. And when we hung up, she just looked at me and she's like, I mean, this is like this undiscovered talent that is like, maybe do you think she's serious that she just has to, maybe that's why Christian's so good. Is that wrong? Is that wrong? Should I not have done this? Should I stop? Should I wean off now at this point? Wait, no, I mean, yeah, I don't think, I don't think, I mean, you wean whenever you want. And that is to say, no matter what happens, because there will be things that go wrong at the wedding. Oh, yeah. There are never, as there's never been a perfect wedding, but whatever it will be, it will be funny and hilarious and it will be part yeah. of the story it's and it will not it. involve you breastfeeding Christian. So I think 100%. No, whenever you're worried about something going not perfectly right, just know that that's whatever that it is. Not, that if, yeah, all of a sudden the groom's missing, his mom's like, we're not, I mean, not, he's not in the back room. We're not breastfeeding, just so you know that. So if we can just have, make sure that doesn't Check happen. That off the list. It'll be a good one. That will not be part of the story. <laughs> oh, okay. And oh. That, okay. Very last thing. I know I've said that 30 times yeah. and I always do. Um, 
you're at your mom's house in Florida. What was her reaction when she found out? Did Christian tell her ahead of time that he, he was going to propose? Yes, he did. And I think he did it via text too, because he's a boy and he's boys. Yeah. He's got this amazing grandma and everything. Yeah. And he texts her. So mm -hmm. I'm so proud. Okay. Yeah. Well, hey, I, I taught him a couple good things like the, uh, whatever, so. but communication yeah. is, yeah, that's, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so anyway, she I want to make it for him as the mom. I want to be like, oh, but he has no time. He's not this. No, that that's an yeah. oversight. Okay. So that's the big takeaway. So yeah. for anyone who's thinking about, um, you know, proposing to their girlfriend, uh, mm -hmm. or boyfriend, be sure that you don't text your parents and don't text your grandparents. If you want to tell them ahead of time. Dumb person. Yeah. Cause Dumb. it's a big deal. Especially as a guy, boys don't realize what a big deal what it is. A big deal girls. Is. And yeah, I'm learning that. That's what I'm learning. And I, 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 one thing I'm proud that I taught my kids, I did teach my kids about periods and all that and, yes. like, and what happens to, to women. And I have to Good. say, Lydia actually has thanked me for that. Cause she had a lot of endometriosis issues and she's actually right. said, Oh my gosh, I love that you've taught them you know, what goes on and how it can be so horrible at times and painful and moods and all that. Um, I did, I tried to be really open about that, knowing that, you know, Hey, I'm preparing them one day. Also, I felt like crap half the time. So I was scared to tell them why they will cry about it. Yeah. They could tell. Um, but anyway, that's besides the point. Um, but, um, yeah, what was I saying? I don't even remember. No, that, that's, no, that is a huge part oh, of it. It's oh, but I, I neglected to say how important a wedding is, especially to a girl. Like, not that it's not important to them too, but there is a process. It's very ritualistic, yep. you know, you should keep in touch and realize that, you know, it's telling people in person is pretty important. So, it is. Okay. You know, that's I, good. That's I, your I tip for the day. That's good advice for other people moving forward because that I neglected to uh, remind them. <laughs> I have three others. I, have three I was others. just going to say, you've got three yeah. more chances. So, okay. Max, chances. Luke, Dylan, you, you, you listen up. Ben, make put on notice. Yeah. People that no are text messages. <laughs> let's, let's calm down. Oh, good. Well, I'm going to reach out. Congratulations to Susan, who, if you haven't listened to the episode with Susan Culpo, we all link to it. Or condolences, because she's or getting Christian as yeah. another son. Yeah, lucky her. Sorry, Susan. <laughs> good luck with that one, Susan. Yeah, have fun. I think I win in this one. So. <laughs> Everybody wins. Congrats to you, Lisa and Ed. I'm so excited for you guys. And There'll be more. We'll we'll do more as it goes. But I just I'm so excited we got to dive into this because um, it's a special moment. And you'll want you know what? Even when your grandkids and their kids, they're going to come back to this podcast and listen to this one day about how it all started, how it all came together. All right. I love you. Go enjoy the time with your mom. Your, your mom becomes a mother in law. That's what we'll your title it. Yeah. Your mother. Your mom. M-I-L. M-I-L is what it's called. So. M-I-L. Yep. And it's all about you. 100%. I've got that right white now. dress. Yeah. Get that big white dress. Right Tiara. <laughs> the music. You get to pick the music, I think. Uh -huh. I pick everything. I can't wait to see what cake you get. Yeah. <laughs> okay. We'll be back next week with more. We got some great stuff coming your way um, this spring. Both the month of May and the month of June are going to be really special. So we'll talk May about is our month. Time. We're owning them. Enjoy your time with your mom. Thank you very and much. Congratulations. I will. Thank you. Thanks. Woo, woo, woo. All right. Love you. Love you. Peace. Peace.